This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Elijah, are you ready to bring on the weird? Yeah, man, I'm ready. How about you? Hell yeah. You keep telling me this is a weird Filling one. My... A weird one? Oh, dude. Holy crap. I... <laughs> There's so much going on. I I know I've said it a billion times, and I'll just keep on saying it. I went into it thinking there's going to be a little bit of a story, and I might have to embellish it a little bit. No. Nope. There's so much. Really? Yeah. Um, a coworker of mine turned me on to it because he said he was watching some something on TikTok or whatever from somebody he watches. I'm like, hmm, let me look into that. And holy crap, it's so much more than what he was telling me. I don't know if this dude that he was watching did much research at all according to what he was telling me my god but i could set you up let me page you a picture of the location okay okay all right it is in the yukon so it's the province up in canada far far up there east just east of alaska okay oh do you remember way back in it may have been the first A Little This, Little That episode. The Sour Toe Cocktail. Yeah. So this area that I'm going to be talking about isn't far from there at all. Well, I guess in the great scheme of things, it's that area. The Sour Toe Cocktail is in Dawson City, Yukon, Canada. I don't Because we need a bunch of names. Yeah, I do. I do remember it was in Dawson City. I forgot when you had told me something. You told me something, but I forgot where it was. Yep, all the way up there, and um, because when I was looking up this location, I was trying to figure out where it was in relation to anything else. Then I remember Dawson City, the Sour Toe Cocktail, and last week I when I was out in New York. Doing uh, well, working out in the field. I met a guy who had he had a Alaska hoodie on. I'm like, dude, you ever been to Alaska? He goes, oh yeah, I lived there for a bunch of years. Well, really, this dude, he's I'm pretty sure he's younger than us, early 30s maybe. Uh, and I said, well, if you've been to Alaska, did you go to Dawson City for the sour toe cocktail? Oh yeah, dude, I tried that. When I was in there, there were guys. Put it in their mouth, hold it between their teeth. Whoa! Holy shit, what? dude! What? No way! That's wild. <laughs> I would not fucking do that, dude. I, there's no way in hell. Is it the original toe? I don't even remember. No, I'm pretty sure. Well, now the guy that I was talking to said somebody stole that toe that 
he did the shot with. So the way the shot works is, I don't know what kind of liquor goes into it. Yukon Gold, something like that. I don't know. It's, it's got to be strong to put a fucking toe in it. For sure. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what you're supposed to do to complete the challenge, you have to take the shot and make the toe touch your lip while you're doing the shot, which doesn't seem, you know, that's not hard unless you got a toe problem Yeah, touching I, your I mean, it's <laughs> not hard to do, just not something I really want to do. No. But I'm pretty sure I, I remember reading the story that said uh, the first toe somebody swallowed by accident, and then they got a second toe, but now I think someone stole it or... I don't know, maybe the place just said it got stolen because maybe they had some shit come down onto them. Well, it's not sanitary. You have somebody's fucking toe in here. Like, you know, people are. Yeah, it's an alcohol, though. I imagine it right. It probably is sanitary. I mean... Probably. If it's in if it's in alcohol, it's got to be sanitary, right? It's got, I mean, strong alcohol, I assume. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they, they keep it in some kind of alcohol until, until the shot is... You know, people want to do the shot, then they take it out of that alcohol and stick it in the shot. But then a bunch of people, just a bunch of people doing it, taking the shot and having the toe touch their mouth, like, and then people putting it all the way in their mouth. That's a whole lot of, I know there's a lot of liquor going around at the same time, but I don't know, man. I don't know about that. I, listen, I would have to be drunk before I even considered it, and I would probably... No, I was going to say I'd probably have to be like blackout drunk, but probably not because I get a little goofy. Like, I, <laughs> you dare me to do something, I'm probably going to do it. Well, I was thinking about this. Um, if you wanted to hear some tales of this particular valley that I'm going to talk about firsthand from the source, from people who have been there and done that, but they were only going to tell you if you did the sour toe cocktail shot, would you do it? Well, I don't know. I don't know anything about what you're going to talk about. Uh, okay. You have to ask me at the end of the episode. All right, it's something to think about then. Hold on, my wife was texting me stuff. Okay, that's all right. We've been married long enough to know when the wife texts, you respond. You answer. Yeah. Hmm. So. I want to try to slowly reveal the the valley. It's, well, it's the Nahani River Valley. Okay. I'm going to talk about a bunch of curses and why certain parts are named certain things. It's going to get crazy. That's what we do, man. We do crazy around here. So I'm going to tell you about the uh, the McLeod brothers, the brothers McLeod. There's, apparently there's a bunch of them. Actually, pretty much just called the McLeod clan. Oh, okay. And it's spelled M-C-L-E-O-D. Okay? Okay. So the the dad, he is, he's a Scotsman, came from, came from Scotland to this area, the Yukon. If you go directly north of Washington State, go the entire north to south of British Columbia and get into Yukon at the... At the bottom of the Yukon, about South Central, I guess, is uh, Liard River. And Murdoch McLeod is their dad's name. 
he started a uh, a trade post there in Fort Liard, where he ran it. I don't know if he started it, but he definitely ran it for some time. And then he got a wife, and they started having babies, and a bunch of them. And maybe he had babies with other women. Well, that's a story that I didn't get. It's cold up there, man. You need a lot of body heat, a lot of friction. Yeah, and sometimes. So let's just that produces. Let's just strength. line our house with babies. Insulation. <laughs> right. Just tack them to the wall. <laughs> just babies everywhere. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to get into all the kids. There's a bunch of them. I, I think there's ten documented. What year was this? The end of the 1800s. Oh, okay. I mean, that's what you did back then, regardless of where you were. If you're in a Yukon, if you're there in... wasn't shit else to do out there. I mean, you had to... You needed a crew, you know? So you produce offspring, and then you had your, your crew, your workers. Right. Sorry. I, there's other shit going on outside my house now. Uh-oh. Outside? Like, literally to... outside or far outside? Just outside. Um, I'm at truck service today, so they came and got it while I was working. Now I'm home, and now they brought the trunk home, the whole thing. Uh. Anyway. Wow, look at you, man. You fancy, huh? Got them <laughs> picking up your truck, got them dropping it off. It's a service plan, man. Well, that's a pretty good service plan. Pay for the service plan, so. Hell yeah. All right, where was I? The McLeod brothers. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about Fred McLeod, Frank, Willie, and Char- Charlie. Is Frank and Willie two different people, or is it Frank and Willie? Two different people. Okay. I, I don't know. Fred, I mean, Frank, Willie, Charlie. I got it. Four <laughs> brothers. I think I'm pretty sure there was a couple of sisters in there, too. Sorry, I might seem a little frazzled right now because I'm dealing with other stuff. But No worries. I'm trying to focus. It's all in my head because I've been on the road, and I've been listening to the audiobook and podcasts about it, barely taking some physical notes. Well, so I'm... I committed a lot of this to memory because it's so fucking fascinating. Yeah, I got, so my next, not my next topic, because that's, I already got that researched accidentally, remember? But the one, I already, I started on the following <laughs> yeah. one, and uh, I've been really in just a lot of information, just boom, 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 pounding my head, man. It, it's been, so I, I see what you're talking about. Isn't it crazy? Do you get... So when I get into a topic, I just kind of try my best to go super deep into it, and then I'm just ready to spit it all out. I'm ready to tell everybody about it. I want to sit down and talk to everybody around me. This thing, oh my God, this thing. Yeah, I get like that. I mean, the one I'm my the very next one I'm doing, I've already researched it, and I just I want to talk about it because it's so close <laughs> to me. And I'm like, I want to talk about this because it, it was wild. But I can't, you know, I, I'm refraining. I don't even want to tell you about it. Even <laughs> I want to tell you about it, but I don't want to tell you about it yet. So. Yeah, it, it's one of those things. Mm-hmm. Is this what all podcasters do? They just have all this crap in their head about this thing. And then it's, then it's time to spit it all out. You know, I, I've listened to quite a few podcasts. I'm not going to name them because I don't know if this is cool or not, but it, it seems like they're just reading directly from a web page. And I'm like, I don't, I mean, I, for a little bit, like I, if you want to just quote something, I, I get that. But otherwise I feel like yeah. just write your own shit, man, and talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, right. 
I don't know. I mean, that's just me. I've done it. I've read directly from things before, but not much. So I don't know what other podcasts yeah, do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we we do us. That's it, man. We just do our thing. We just sit <laughs> sit down and bullshit every week for you know what a couple hours, hour and a half, something like that. Yeah, probably something like that. We just talk about random shit. It seems like quite a few times we just uh, it's just barely a smattering of information. Well, it's good, and a lot of it's just bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we get. Well, a lot of it's my fault. I, I fucking sidetracked this show so much. There should be a way for you to mute my mic. <laughs> Just shut up. Shut the fuck up. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> what if I could do that? Don't do that. I do it with my phone. What? Don't mute? Don't mute me. <laughs> Here, I'll mute myself. I won't. <laughs> See, I just muted myself. How about that? Yeah, but can you? I did it without a button. Wow. <laughs> That's impressive. I try to remember because I watched one of our shows and I was like, my wife was like, yeah, you do that a lot, talking about me going, because I'm like, I'll sniffle. I'll go, and I'm like, fuck. You're fucking human. I got to stop doing that, man. So now I, I have my uh, my mixer right here. And then if I had to sniffle, I just turn it down and go. <laughs> and then I turn the mic back up. You're human. I know, but. Nobody wants to listen to somebody going. Dude, there's some podcasts that are, they just play random noises just to play random noises. Really? So so weird. That's weird, man. Yeah. Why would they do that? Well, because I like my buns to be moist. <laughs> that's just, that's you talking. Oh. That's not random noises. Uh. See, we got them too. Yeah. I thought about deleting all of them, but whatever. Who else does it? Uh, stuff they don't want you to know. Ridiculous history. Damn. Belief hole. You're just calling people out, man. Fuck yeah. They're noisy as shit. <laughs> I like the topics, but... <laughs> I can't even listen to stuff they don't want you to know anymore. Uh, Why? It's just... Dude's voice? Uh, I don't know if it's just too dry, too like... I don't know. I don't know what it is. It seems like they they want... they. Really knocked the wind out of the sails of a lot of shit. What are you guys doing? Come on. Everybody's here trying to have fun. You guys are just educating everybody. Yeah, man. Stop it. Well, why don't you educate us on the Nahani Valley and the McLeod Brothers? Okay, the McLeod Brothers. So, let's see. Uh, Frank and Willie, they... Uh, so, all the kids, they were born in that area. So, it's not like these people were slouchers when it comes to the outdoors they knew what they were doing okay they these fucking guys would just sleep outside way way up in canada they'll just sleep on the ground or sleep in sleeping bags they ain't fuck a tent <sighs> sleep by the by the creek i don't need a tent well i mean some people were just born to handle that kind of shit you know yeah and so they they were used to the wilderness and they can handle themselves in the wilderness. They they knew how many rations to pack. They knew what to harvest and what to keep themselves going. They weren't slouches for this stuff. But they went out and they found some gold. This was the late 1800s. Okay. I don't know what year exactly, but uh, 1890s, something like that. I, I told you that. I'm not going to 
I don't know the years, except for the big incident. Okay. The big incident, huh? But anyway. Yeah. Oh, boy. I can't wait to hear that. So they found some gold, and they fashioned a chain out of it for their older brother, Fred, so he could put it on his watch. I think it was a, a pocket watch. Yeah, I'd imagine so. And then they just gambled the rest of it away. So they, they found like they found chunks of gold nuggets. Wow. Yep. I, w- I wonder how much gold was worth they, back then. I don't know. People were, well, they, were, they had the gold rush. Yeah, was, like sta- they called some people stampeders because they're like, oh, shit, they found gold in them Nar Hills. And then just hundreds of people go at the same time. Yeah, so it was probably worth a lot back then. But I, I don't think it's worth as much anymore. I think silver is worth more than gold right now. Is it really? You know, I could be wrong about that, but I'm almost positive that's what I've heard, that silver, the the price per ounce of silver is higher than gold. Hmm. Or maybe it's just easier to come by, and that's why it's a better, I don't want to say investment. I guess it, it could be an investment. Who knows? If shit hits a fan, it could be an investment. Ugh. Yeah. So. But there's so much... The gold now, it seems like it's so diluted, right? Well, I mean, you got to go by the purity rating. <clears throat> exactly. So it's, you get your 14 carats and your 24 carats, and I don't know where, it, where, where does it go from there? Well, I'm talking about clarity, not clarity, purity, like 0.999%. Like when you buy silver, 0.999%, I think, is what you're looking for. So it's just wonder, a chunk of pure how they silver. Know. I don't know. How the fuck do they know how many carats are in a diamond? I don't fuck. I don't have a clue. I don't know. Right. Got a bunch of baby carrots in the bag in the fridge. I like baby carrots. I think they're delicious. They're fine, yeah. You like you like raw carrots or cooked carrots better? Raw. You just you just go at them? Dip them in ranch or anything? Mm, uh, I mean, maybe. Depends, but it, if you're at Buffalo Wild Wings... I don't get carrots there. I just get wings. And she said, do you want celery or carrots? And I'm like, fuck no. Vegetables? No. Bring bring more wings. Are you fucking crazy? Bring me another beer and get my wings out here. (laughs) I always finish my beer before before my food's even out. I get one beer, I knock her back. Oh, yeah. And then that, well, Mm -hmm. it's perfect timing, you know, because then when she comes out with the food, I'm like, you top her off. Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But the McLeod brothers, they uh, they gambled their fortunes away as much of the gold they had. So then they didn't go back for quite some time. And I might have the uh, timeline a little bit mixed up. But uh, at some point, Fred was running the... I, I don't know if their dad died or if he moved on to do something else or he just didn't run the store anymore. But Fred McLeod was running the store at Fort Liard, which is at the very southern part of the Nahani Valley. So Dawson City is way, way on the other side, and, uh, on the northern side and west. So northwest of Fort Liard, like far, talking about a day's drive. Oh, shit. Yeah, but that's a yeah. day in Alaska. Like, it could just be like three miles. You know, I mean, in Alaska, you got to ride a moose. Canada. Canada, even. Is that Canada? Yeah. You know what I meant. It's basically the same fucking place. Yeah, pretty much. 
But he was running the store, and a native came in. I, I don't know if they said he was Naha or if he was Dene. There, there is a difference. We'll get into that. You know the guy but from... But he came in. Uh, uh, not to cut you off. Sorry, I know I keep doing that. The guy from the Grimerica podcast, have you ever listened to them? No, I haven't listened to that. Yeah, one of... Do they have noises? Fuck that. No, no, they just talk. They just <laughs> bullshit. But one of the guys is a, a native from Canada. He's a registered native in Canada. It's like a indigenous awesome. people or a Inuit. I don't know what it is, but yeah, he's... Because he's talk, he always talks about it, and he's he's very passionate about their rights up there and how they keep getting taken away, and they're they're basically abused up there and shit like that. Well, I don't know if they're exactly praised anywhere. Well, are they? No, it, it certainly doesn't seem like. I mean, we we fucking come in, we steal their land. Uh, Columbus Day was just yesterday, and here we are talking. About it. We come in, we steal their fucking land, and then we're like. Here we go. I'll give you that little fenced-in area over there. I've been thinking about that for for a while now. Uh, but that's how new lands are conquered. You just go in and you take it from the people that are there. But my problem with this whole thing, now that I've given more time to think and I'm a little older, we not only did that, the Europeans came in and just ass around and started fucking things up. Not just conquering the land, but they're like, look, we got some land for you. You can live over there, I guess. We're not going to kill you all. Oh, wait, you like that land? Well, well, you can't live there. You'll have to live over here where you don't really like it. <laughs> they just kept fucking with them. Yeah, they're like, you like that? Why do you like that land? No, I, now I want that land. Why do you like it so much? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's mine now. You can go over there, you know. <laughs> yeah, you signed you signed the peace treaty. That, that's my problem. They just kept fucking with them. I mean, it's America, dude. That's what we fucking do. We're assholes. <laughs> Don't say we. Well, not that was our forefathers. That was though. That was their decision. Yeah, that's another thing that needs to be clarified in this world. Well, we we should not get. You been keeping us down. Yeah, over hey, whoa, we not should you. not get into this, man. <laughs> Fuck shit. <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. We might want to stay away from this one right now. Um, did the guy on Grimerica say which uh, tribe he may belong to? Uh, I'm sure he has. Uh, I don't listen to every one of their episodes. I just pick and choose based off of who they have on as a guest and what their topic is. Sure, sure. So uh, I'm sure he has, but I, I just missed it. Or I don't remember. It's very possible I don't remember because I don't fucking remember anything. All right. I'll go with that. That's fine. <laughs> uh, but anyway, this native came in to the shop where Fred was working, and he had he paid in pure gold. That was his payment. So Fred's like, yeah, fuck, fuck yeah, where'd you get this? And it took him a few bags of tobacco and a few other supplies to actually get some information out of this person and he told him up in the Nahani Valley uh, up one one estuary or at one branch of the of the river all right all right and then he left and you know Fred was kind of got the itch he kind of wanted to go out but he had to run the store and he didn't want to get his brothers involved yet and I think they said three years went by and then another 
person came in, another native came in, same deal. Paid paid in nuggets of gold for his supplies. <clears throat> this was the, like the late 1800s, and people were just coming up. Yeah. There's a pile of gold for you. Hey, how much is this so, going to cost? Well, I can't give you <laughs> fucking change, so uh, it's going to cost that chunk of gold right there. Right. That seems wild. I know. It's fucking crazy. And what kind of world... We were we've never been in that kind of world. I mean, we have digital currency, so we just swipe a card. Now, well, I mean, I mean, in our lifetime, it was cash and then card. We have currency down to the the single penny, the single cent. You know, which yeah, there for sure the the penny's gone soon, right? It's got to be. Obama wanted to get rid of it. He was hot to try to get rid of it. Then that was you know. Not that long ago in our lifetime. They've been wanting to get rid of it since they since its inception, dude. It's a different color. You know how we are in America. <laughs> oh my god. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. This must be copper. But anyway, um he finally got it out of this guy where where he got it. And he told his brothers and his uh told Frank and Willie. Oh, I forgot. Charlie went with Frank and Willie the first time. So Frank, uh, yeah, Frank, Willie, and Charlie went, and that that's when they first found it, and they made the chain for Fred. Charlie went with them then, but then the Frank and Willie were constantly itching to go back, but they didn't have any money for supplies. So eventually, um, this guy named Robert Weir, he was, what was he, Swedish? Scandinavian? I think he was Swedish. Anyway, Northern Northern European. It seems weird that a bunch of Northern Europeans are going over to Western Canada. Yeah. But I guess it if you spread the map out, it looks weird, but if you but if you realize if you just go north go up, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> Yeah, it's probably not too bad. You just zoop. Yeah, you just go up around Greenland Iceland and you're there. Yeah. Or if you go the other way, you go go all the way over Russia. Or on a flat earth, you just I get probably the same thing, you just go <laughs> Um But anyway, Robert Weir came in and he was the one that funded f- the next trip. And Charlie's like, guys, he he's a younger brother. I'm I'm not gonna go on this one, guys. I was trying to adjust my autofocus. I think I'm a little blurry here. Oh. So so it looked like you Closed it and then sniffled while you had it closed. Oh, did I sniffle? Maybe. Son of a bitch. I'm trying to, because it's got that fucking thing on it. And sometimes I got to close it and then open it and it'll autofocus better on me. But I think it's just a shitty Chinese camera. (laughs) So he decided not to go on this one? Charlie didn't go on this one. Okay. That was a good idea. Oh. Oh, that's, see. If I was like the other podcast, I could have played like a soundbite, like a, you know, the suspense soundbite or something like. But we don't do that here. <laughs> Sometimes it's fine, but not every other thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, know what you're, I know what you're talking about. It's like, it's too much. It gets annoying. But now, it, like, we weren't even prepared for it. And you're like, oh, I could do this. And he did. Yep. <laughs> I am uh, one hell of a producer over here. Is that uh, what I would be? Charlie didn't go. Uh-huh. 
uh, Frank and Willie and Robert Weir, they went, and they were gone for a long, long time. And it was a little suspicious of how long they were actually gone. Oh, okay. And Fred's like, I can't, I can't leave the store. Somebody's got to run this place. So Charlie eventually put together a team to go find them. And, and he, he had a pretty good idea where, where they were going to go. That was going to be and my question. He knew, he knew where they were. Yeah, so the valley is the valley. And you kind of wind up it. And Fred kind of knew where they were going to go. So Charlie was heading in that direction. But um, eventually they got there. And they found a... The thing that really set everybody off was they found a sled runner... Then had a note on it. Let me see if I can find that. I meant to get that out. Oh. Um, it was just the runner they found? Yeah. It's ominous. Because apparently one of the brothers liked to put notes on things. And, well, I don't have the exact quote on that one. Damn it. I'm not going to hunt it down too much. But it was something to the to the fact that they had, they found a huge cavern of stuff. Where they have this uh, camp where they found a uh, significant amount of gold. So everybody, they figured that was a sign that there's a huge amount of gold someplace. Eventually, people were like, oh, crap, the McLeod camp. we got to find the McLeod camp. Oh, so it turned into, like, Oak Island. I mean, yeah, like one of those things. Right. But Charlie went a little further and found their... Uh, they, he didn't find the the big find, the big gold find. He found the camp that they had set up. I feel like this is leading to something and, bad. Yeah. Oof. He found their bodies. He knew who they were without their heads. What? Heads were completely gone. Skulls gone. Holy shit, man. What we got? The Bisa Jovoda? Taking <laughs> heads over here? Maybe. Maybe. Holy fuck, man. Were they taken by animal or by uh, what do they got? They got swords. Well, there was, fa- there's axes? a there's a couple of different. Uh, I I don't think anybody has a true exact account of what happened. They said the the scene was one brother was killed while in his sleeping bag, so it looked like he was killed uh, when he was asleep. And that alerted the other brother, and the way he was found was he was out, his hand was outstretched to grab the gun. The gun was still there when they got there. Hmm. But both of their heads were gone. So, I mean, how did he know the bodies? He's like, I remember he had that mole on his ass. I think they, clothes, and a feeling. they were near some trees, and one of the brothers had his gold watch hanging up in the tree. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know why he didn't sleep with it on, but whatever. But it was still there. Hmm. So it wasn't... Not only that, but they had uh, they had some of their gold find in, in a box and in their cash. Not like cash money, but C-A-C-H-E. Gold quartz or quartz covered gold. I'm not quite sure what, what that is. But that was still there too. So the weird thing is... These two brothers were dead, but their stuff was still there. The gun was still there. The gold was still there. 
The only thing missing was their heads. This sounds so much like Dietlov Pass. Right. I, I mean, not exactly, yes. but just the the bizarre death. Like, nothing was really taken or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just weird out in the fucking cold. It wasn't a polar bear because a polar bear, if it kills you, it's going to fucking eat you. Yeah. Well, there, there's a couple of different speculation uh, ideas for what happened to their heads. And for some reason, it's it's a little unclear. Some some accounts say that they were cut off clean, like surgically cut uh-huh. at the spine. Aliens. Al- straight up aliens. So he went for his gun and he got his head severed too for his troubles. Um, but other ones say it looks like they were ripped off. Yeti. Could be. Could be the Yeti up that way. Or something like a Yeti. There's one cryptid of that area that they think may have, might be in the area. It's a... Bubba Yaya? How was it? A, a dog wolf? Oh. Wahila? I don't know. I've never heard of that one. Might have to get into that one. It's uh, like a, a dog wolf thing. It's just a huge dog creature. I guess not unlike the Beast of Javadon. Or a dire wolf. Or a dog man. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, pick your poison. You know, there's so many of these, like, dog-like creatures, these dog-like cryptids. Right. It's, it's wild. There's a Wahila. There's a Nakani. There's a couple of cryptids in that area that people are like, what the fuck? Maybe. Maybe it was a Wendigo. Or it's just the... Sure. There's so much that could possibly happen in that area. And you still, even today... You, there's no roads into there because it's all mountains and valleys and rivers. You have to go, you have to either fly in or hike in. Have to. There's no other way. Wow. You can take a float plane and then go to certain parts of it, but then you have to hike everywhere else. Could could you not take a, like a, a dog and sleds? Could you do it that way? Or did you literally have to hike in on foot? Because you couldn't uh, get a sled through. I think there's different parts that you can just hike in. Okay. I don't know about a sled. I think there's different parts you could you could sled in, but it, not everything. Because there were two different Indian tribes that lived there. The Naha and the uh, Diné. Is that, the is that why it's Naha, the, I think it's, the Nahani? Because the, the right. two names combined there? Yeah. Okay. Well, no. I think it was, you know, if you... They're the Naha Indians, and their stuff is the Nahani, I think. Uh, Maybe. I'm probably wrong on okay. that. It makes me think of uh, Disturbed. Naha. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else? Where are we at? So their bodies are headless, and Charlie is pissed because n- where's Robert Weir? Where's that fucking Scandinavian guy? Ooh. That, where'd he go? I don't know. He thought he tracked him, but the, again, the scene, all their stuff is there. It's not like this guy couldn't just put a bunch of shit in a sack and go. Yeah. So why is their stuff so there, and where the fuck did he go? Again, it, it it's so much like Dietlov Pass, where, like, what, if, because wasn't there a, what, that, there was that one old guy with Dietlov Pass, where they thought, oh, it's probably him who killed these kids or whatever. But now we got this other guy, this weird guy who 
he's not they haven't found him i mean i i, I don't nope. know about yet but but he left all the the good shit behind all the gold and all that right. so like did he kill him over dispute you know it, and that's that's kind of the same premise of Dietlov or the same th- thought anyway where like it was a lover's quarrel and then it it turned into something vicious who knows uh, well i don't you think that's what it was or was it yetis just the one yeti there's multiple yetis just yeti like moose oh i don't i don't know there's a group of yeti over there that sounds right it sounds like it should be just yeti it does sound right but anyway charlie was on the track Robert Weir, and there was, there's actually a couple of different stories for that, too, that says that he trailed him for a long, long time, years, they finally caught up to him, both both stories end about the same way, um, where Charlie met up with him, and he didn't know who he was, and he kind of slowly talked him into talking about the story, and about Killing the brothers. So that's one story that says he found him. He he confessed to killing him. And then before Charlie could take him anywhere, he killed himself. Okay. Or? And in the process, he uh, burned down a barn. and Who? Weir or Charlie? Weir. Weir did. He, when he killed himself, the spark lit the hay and... And go off the barn that he was Spark in. Spark from a gun? Is that how he killed himself? Good yeah. Shot. Okay. And then another one is um, Charlie was chasing him, and Weir knew exactly who Charlie was, and there was no kind of schmoozing. Weir just kept running, and eventually he ran into a barn, and the same thing. He shot and killed himself, and then the whole barn went up. And Charlie didn't get all the information. With that second story. Maybe Charlie killed him and didn't want to go to fucking prison. Maybe he did get the information. Lit the barn on fire. Yeah. He shot him, killed him, lit the barn on fire. Peace out, motherfucker. End of story. Boom. <laughs> and that's how the valley became the Headless Valley. Oh, I like that. How far is that from here? The Valley of the Headless Men. Uh, Very far. Let's go. Very far from oh. here. Uh, we're gonna have to fly to probably Fairbanks, Alaska, and then head east. Okay, I'm ready. They are not the only headless people. So they they came out headless, and then they started calling that Dead Man's Creek, and well, I think that one was Dead Man's Creek. And then later on, when they found more headless people. That's when they started started calling it the Valley of the Headless Men. Wow! So, so just a bunch of headless people. I'm going to tell you one more about um, another really weird situation. Where are we at on time? Pretty oh, far in. Break. You want to do that? Yeah. All right. I'm going to run up and see where these kids are, and then that that'll work out perfectly. Okay. All right. Let's do it. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Now I'm going to tell you the tale of Martin Jorgensen. Another person who is um, very outdoorsy. He knows his stuff. This dude, not only... He's not only can he fend for himself out there in the wilds, he built a cabin, or he builds multiple cabins over his lifetime. But this particular one, there's some speculation as to the structure because of what happened. But what happened with him, he went out nine years after the McLeod brothers. So there was a bit of a rush after the McLeod brothers because they figured, everybody figured they could find the the McLeod find they're the the big one well I mean, so this guy was out there and, that's the what? the basic premise of any treasure hunter right yep there's a, just a little note someplace and now the guys who found it are dead so we gotta go find we're it. gonna find it I can do it yeah. they couldn't do it I can do it yeah. yeah watch me I'm gonna build a cabin I'm gonna be here all the time yep that's what Martin Jorgensen did. And then he got his head ripped off by a Yeti. Mm, and more. Oh, boy. Uh, he sent out letters claiming he struck gold. But then when people went to find Mr. Jorgensen, they found a burned rubble of his cabin. Really? And he didn't have his head. What the fuck is taking the heads, man? I don't know. His body was found without a head. And... Some of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police thought that maybe he didn't build his cabin the correct way. And there was a fire and he couldn't get out. And people were like, dude, it's fucking Martin Jorgensen. This guy knows what he's doing. He's not just some slouch right. out here. And he's, he's not just some city slicker come out here to do this stuff. He would have been able to get out of the cabin. He would have known. I think maybe it... There's other thoughts that maybe a bear came in and killed him in such a way that it, you know, knocked over the cook pot or whatever and caused the fire, and the, and the bear snacked on his head. But there's no sign of it anywhere. Yeah, that's... The bear's going to eat his skull. That's really strange. And obviously, like if he knows what... Was he just fucking blackout drunk? Maybe didn't know where does that go i don't know that's that's so fucking strange so i guess there's that's that's a curse if you take something from the nahani valley then you're likely cursed yeah you want to go well yeah i kind of do still (laughs) i mean every every description says it's it's gorgeous country it's incredibly beautiful. And there's, for a while, there was talk of, um, let's see, the Tropical Valley. So some people, in the early, somebody found it, 
And then in the early days, they really, really talked it up. They really embellished this tropical portion of the valley. They're like, oh, it's this miles and miles long, these palm trees, lush environment. It's just gorgeous. And then other people started exploring, and they're like, yeah, it's it's there, but it's not miles and miles long, and there's no palm trees, but, I mean, it's warm. Yeah, that's strange. Like, why would you... Why would you do that? Why would you say that? Are you trying to get people there? Are you trying to get people killed? You know what <laughs> I mean? Maybe. Um, but what what's actually going on, it's it's a tropical... Yes, for sure, it's there. It's a tropical valley. People have gone in there, and they lived in there, and they farmed in there. They grew potatoes and corn and beans and all that stuff. Yeah. But it's... Uh, the heat is from the hot springs. And p- people have bathed in the hot springs. There's some hot springs that are just on the cusp of boiling. Yeah, like... And other ones, it's like a warm bath. Yeah, like Iceland. Yeah. I want to go there so fucking bad, dude. Iceland? Oh, yeah. That's like... It's definitely one of my bucket list goes. Like... Uh, I'd definitely go to Iceland more than I would the Honey Valley. Fuck this place. I'll listen. I'll do the Sour Toe cocktail shot and listen to first-hand accounts. Oh, yeah. Why not? No, I'm not doing that fucking shot, dude. No, not even for, like, some stories that no one else has ever heard. No. If you do the sour I wouldn't cocktail even, shot. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even do the the shot of the alcohol minus the toe. Even if they left, leave the toe in the bottle or whatever the fuck and pour it in my shot glass, I'm not. I'm still not doing it. And, oh, you're not, even if the toe was in the vicinity of the liquor. I mean, like uh, like the worm and the tequila. I would do that, but not somebody's fucking. But as long as it wasn't a <laughs> severed, uh, frostbitten <laughs> toe. No thanks. One prospector said that the uh, moose, caribou, and mountain sheep that lived in this lost tropical valley, this lost world, were so well fed as to appear almost square from. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm gonna start telling people. I'm just, I'm not fat. I'm just square. It's a shape, damn mm-hmm. it. I'm in shape. That's the shape you think, but it's a shape. Yeah, people who are in shape, they're a bunch of weird shapes. See, me, I'm just... <laughs> Oval's a shape. It's the smoothest. <laughs> There's no bumpy ridges mm-hmm. or anything. Look at you with your abs no. and your... You're, you're all lumpy. Look all lumpy. I got a six pack for you. Yep, and I'm not sharing. <laughs> You're Elijah. Yep, that's me. Not Sharon, not Claudia, not Roxanne. <laughs> Roxanne. Ooh, she's gonna put on a red light. Hold she on. doesn't have to. You oh. don't have to put on the red light. I don't know. Are you May? No. May Lafferty? No. This is a good segue. Not a, it's not a good segue. But it's a segue, nonetheless. Hey, segue is a segue. May Lafferty. You're talking about women's names. Let me tell you about this young woman, May Lafferty. She's dead. Something happened to this girl, man. Holy crap. This is a whole other curse that happened to this girl and this other dude. Is I'm this the big about. one? This uh, this is a big Ooh. one. The McLeod brothers were the big one because they lost their heads. Oh. And that's why it's called the Valley of the Headless Men. That's crazy. It's, still, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. But this girl, holy crap. Uh, she was 
uh, a Meiti, which is uh, one of the peoples of that area. M-E-T-I or M-E-T-I-S, Metis. Uh, May was a little Metis girl whose family was from Fort Simpson, Northwest Territory, Canada. In the summer of 1981, there was she was traveling with a band of Indian hunters through the I can't see see this word T L O G O T S H O to Tagacho Tamagachi Tagacho. We're just gonna do Tagacho. Sure. Mountains and the Indian hunters. They were not and just like everybody else in the area. They. They were all about the countryside. They they knew the countryside. They could scale different cliffs, and they were good at what they did. One day, while on the trail, May went missing. They thought she just went off to the call of nature, that kind of thing. And she was gone a little too long. Uh-oh. And then they went hunting for her. There was one guy who went, and he was good at hunting, and he was he was a former... Royal Canadian Mounted Police. And so he he was he was good, but he wasn't quite as good as the natives of the area. So he he went with them for a while, but then he couldn't keep up. You good? Yeah, I'm trying to get the kids to quiet down. <laughs> Being a little rowdy. Uh, so some of the hunters broke away from the main party and set out to look for her. They found her trail pretty quickly. For some reason, she left the game trail they were following and wandered off into the woods. Like something, something was calling her, or she just went, she just went crazy. Something in her brain broke. Huh. So they followed her tracks deeper into the forest. The hunters found, starting to find articles of clothing, which is fucking weird. Hypothermia. This was in the summer of 1921. I I can't see that this area is getting balmy and. In that area, it's just outside Alaska. We have seasons here, but, dude. Well, they get a little warm there. How warm? Oh, what what happened? Everything just went dark. Where? Did it? Well, your face did. It's like oh. like your light turned off or something. I know what happened. Hold on. Sorry, I don't have a desk. I didn't plug in my computer. I didn't plug in my laptop. Oh, so it went into... <laughs> Fucking power save mode. Yeah. Shit. I swear we're not professionals. I promise. I better now. Yeah. Okay. Let me talk about. Can you talk about May Lafferty here? Funny name, right? Lafferty. I used to work with a guy. His last name was Lafferty. He was a nice guy. I liked him. He's a young kid, but. Huh. There can't be too many of them. Think so? I don't know. But anyway. May Lafferty was running off, and she was taking off her clothes as she was going. It's fucking crazy, right? She just I would think so. Leaves the game trail and just runs out into the woods and starts stripping. And how many people was she with? A bunch of Indians. Okay. Does it matter? What? How many people she was with? Uh, well, I mean, if it was just her and like another dude or a couple other people they would i think they would notice immediately that she but if it's her in a group like a large group of people yeah, maybe it's it was definitely a large group so so maybe she could wander like, off and then they're like anybody see may right right yeah i saw her butt ass naked walking through the fucking trees over there you didn't <laughs> stop her what 
fuck is wrong with you? You know this is the Valley of the Headless People. You're a Nahani, not a Hahani. Oh. It's not Haha funny, you fucker. Have you seen that Aha commercial? <laughs> Nahaha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, eventually, uh, as they were gone, they collected enough clothes that they pretty much believed that she was stark naked out there. Oh, man. Yeah. What time of day was it? Uh, you know? It was in the summertime, so n- now it's starting to become evening, I believe. Okay. But apparently, according to this article and according to the stories, the the mosquitoes are still brutal in that area. Really? Yeah, I don't know what the temperatures get to. You're high up in the hills. You're in some kind of river valley. I, I guess it's more more altitude heat than it is, or altitude temperature than it is because you're lower. If you're lower in a valley, is it, is it warmer because it's lower in the valley? <laughs> I have no clue. Weather's weird, dude. It might be warmer anyway, down in the valley. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Wherever they are. But if it's in the valley and it's in um, the evening, it's going to be dark fast, dude. Because that sun, once it goes down below those mountains, it's you're done. Oh, yeah. So it could be dark. It'd be like fucking 4 o'clock. It could be almost dark. Right. If it just goes out, goes behind the hills, done. Mm-hmm. Pitch black. Uh, but May was naked. And the mosquito, they said the mosquitoes would have just eaten her alive, but she was still going. Oh. Uh, May's trail continued on, winding its way up into the mountains. Eventually, May's trail stopped at the base of a cliff. And they thought, well, she can't go anywhere else. She's going to be at the base of the cliff. Not Crazy May. Crazy May went up that cliff. What? Something fucking broke in her head, and she was just mad with whatever well, maybe something didn't break in her head. Maybe something. Maybe she was fucking possessed. Something had her. It was uh, almost inconceivable that she scaled the rock. But sure enough, when some of the bravery of the hunters free climbed the face, they found the girl's little moccasin tracks on the ledge above. And eventually, they followed her and followed her. And after nine days, they just—they were like, "She's gone. We can't find her." Holy shit. This is some missing 411 shit here. Yeah. Th- this whole area is full of them. Uh, it's not like the- these men were in- were excellent trackers. They were in superb physical condition. Yet they couldn't find little May Lafferty out in this wilderness. Did they... He was just, just gone. Did they lose her tracks or did they just keep going? Or like, well, I don't understand what happened here. Uh, the hunters followed May's trail for a total of nine days before finally giving up giving her up for dead. They just kept following her. She just kept going. Like she w- couldn't tell if she was eating and obviously she was naked. They didn't find any more clothes, but they never ever found her body. She just kept going. To this day, it, it... Yeah, the girl's body was never found. Holy shit, man. Yeah. Aliens. <laughs> she got abducted. Could be. Her story, that story, I don't know if it's because she's just a little girl. Or she she didn't have any, I don't know how old she was. She didn't have any other experience, but there was a similar story about the the Mad Trapper of Rat River. <laughs> Some title. Yeah. Uh, in 1908, another gold prospecting expedition found, oh, no, that was the McLeod Brothers. Here I am, just reading from a website. Sorry. How dare you? But anyway, <laughs> uh, the Mad Trapper was this dude... He was 
fucking crazy. But he had all this other, uh, all this experience that May Lafferty didn't. It seemed like this dude was is similarly possessed or something. Mm. They went to encounter this guy at his cabin, and he wanted nothing to do with him. They they wanted to ask him about different disappearances and different murders in the area because this dude just trap shit and he's really good at it. He's a really good wilderness guy. He's got a cabin and yeah, that's just what he does. He's just out there. Hmm. And he wasn't having it. So at first they were just wanted to talk to him, but he the one of the RCMPs, the Royal Canadian Mount of Police, knocked on his cabin door. They knew he was in there and he just put up burlap mats over the windows and were like, fuck you guys. Nope, not going to do it. Hmm. So eventually they went back to the territory area, wherever they needed to go for a search warrant. This was in the early 1900s. And they got the search warrant. They went back to his place and said, look, Mr. Johnson, Albert Johnson is his name. We have a warrant to search your place and ask you questions. If you do not open the door, I'm going to knock the door down. Oh, shit. Boom. He shot through the door. Oh, the guy did? Yeah, the guy shot through the door and shot the uh, the police. Is he fucking Davy Crockett? What the hell? Holy shit. Madman. Fucking madman. I didn't man. even know you could have okay. guns there. Oh, this dude. This dude had a, an artillery. Holy fucking shit. Wait. They. Well, maybe you could back then, but. I don't think you could now. In Canada, period? Well, you I mean, you can, but it, I think it's a, its a lot harder to get than it is in America, I believe. Uh, Yeah, probably. Well, now in this area, you can't even, since it's a national park, it's a national reserve, you can't pan for gold, you can't do shit in this area except walk around and look at it. That sucks. You can't even pan for gold for fun? No, I don't think so. I, I think that shit's in a one of those amusement parks or... Just one of those goofy things that you can just do somewhere. You know how, but it's not even. Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, you know how uh, I was telling you I was looking for places in Wyoming. Yeah. Well, I found one and I was looking at, it, I was checking it out because it looked re- really cool. But it's essentially you're like you buy a plot of land on this large ranch, and it said the the owner has all mineral rights. So I guess if you well, find I, a large deposit of gold by happenstance, it's not yours. It's the fucking landowner. I'm like, that's crazy. I've never seen anything like that. And water rights are crazy out there too. I don't know if I don't know about Wyoming, but further west, water rights. Weird, dude. You can't ju- you can't collect rainwater. Well, you probably can in Wyoming. You can do whatever the fuck you want in Wyoming. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> yeah, I know like far out west, like California and shit like that, like you can't. What? I'm gonna send you a picture. Text or Zoom? Zoom? Will that work for you? Yep. All right. It better not be a dick pic, dude. It's not a dick pic. Thank God. This is live. <laughs> well, they're not gonna see it. We can't send dick pics live. I mean, we could. You don't. You can't see my lap right now. I could send you one right now. <laughs> oh shit, dude. That is Albert Johnson, the Mad Trapper, after they finally got him. 
What? Now let me tell you his fucking crazy, crazy story. Is he alive or dead? That's dead. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was I like, know. What the I fuck? know. I know. But that's only after uh, he had nine rounds in him, and they shot an ammo pack that was in his pants that blew off a piece of his leg. Wow. And dude was still going. And finally, he just succumbed to internal injuries because there was bullets that went through his pelvis. And he finally just died because his body just couldn't go anymore. I mean, eventually, <laughs> your body just, eventually it's going to stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're just riddled with bullet holes, eventually your body's mm-hmm. like, I can't do this, this m- anymore. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much adrenaline you have. It's going to run out or how... If you're possessed, if something is just marching your body along, that body's that mortal coil is only going only gonna to last so long. Yeah, I guess. I mean, what about zombie? You know, yeah, shoot that brain. But eventually, they when they rot out so much that there's just just skeleton, can't do anything. I don't know. I've never thought too much about a zombie apocalypse. I think you should. I think you should. No, uh, maybe. But this dude. Albert Johnson, the Mad Trapper. Um, all he wanted to do was question him about different things, but maybe he was just that guilty. But this dude was crazy. After he shot that cop, the cop actually survived that because it was a door blast and he had, you know, his gear on. He survived that, and then I had they, a shitload of splinters, though. Yeah, <laughs> they sent out a posse to get. Oh, Albert Johnson, Mad Trapper. Holy shit, man. So uh, while they were waiting for, well, they wanted to make sure the the RCMP that went, that got shot, they wanted to make sure he was okay, and they were loading up a posse. They were getting some, some local natives. While they were rounding all those people up, Albert was getting ready. When they got back to his cabin, this dude had portholes all around his cabin, so no matter what side anybody came at him, he was ready for them. Holy shit, man. This the fucking Alamo. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. So they they just kept going at him more and more and more. And eventually they I think either they I think they did it twice. They went they went after him and realized they just couldn't like fuck. We, they were at it at it all night long, shooting at him. He was shooting back. Shooting at him, shooting back. So the cabin's riddled with holes. It must have been a fucking sturdy cabin this dude was in. Holes that he dug, he, the portholes for his guns. This dude was loaded. But eventually, <laughs> they, I don't know if it was one or two times. I think it, they came back a second time, and they started at him again. But eventually, they threw dynamite on the roof. <laughs> Okay. Collapsed the roof, and Albert still wasn't done. He got away. Is he the fucking Terminator? I know. This dude was fucking nuts. Jeez, man. Something, something had this dude, man. Like May. May just kept going. And this dude was nonstop, too. And they tracked him for days and days and days. They could see where he was using... He was a mad trapper, so he would snare things so he could keep going, so he could eat, but he would only build these small fires behind snowbanks because they found evidence of that. 
And eventually they finally got him at uh, some river. It, he was literally b- between the, the posse that was after him and a cliff. And eventually they just, they could finally shoot him from both sides. He actually, <laughs> he went out on the river and he got down behind his big ass pack of stuff and shot at them from the frozen river. He was just behind his pack of stuff. They're like, what the fuck? So eventually they had to flank him to finally shoot him. This dude was out there. Holy shit, man. I want to see if they, I know it was in the book, uh, Legends of the Nahani Valley from Hammerson Peters. But I want to see if in this article they have all the stuff that was in his pack that they eventually took out. Because I swear, in, in the book, the narrator, I think it's Hammerson Peters himself, it was like two minutes of just listing shit out this dude had on him and in the pack. <laughs> I'm like, what? what is this, Grand Theft Auto? Holy shit, yeah. There's some games now you can't even carry a lot of things because they, they add Way weight. down. Yeah. I don't see it in this, but there was multiple guns, multiple ammo. He had a thing, jars of gold flecks. He had a jar of gold teeth. And at first they were like, did he just like rip the gold teeth out of some people? What is this? But years down the road, they exhumed his body because they examined the gold teeth. And then they examined him and determined that they were all from him. They were all his own gold teeth that he kept in a jar. This dude was. (laughs) Tooth fairy didn't visit him? Nope, guess not. Uh. The event became a media circus as Johnson eluded the Royal Canadian Mounted Police team sent to take him into custody, which ended after a 150-mile foot chase lasting more than a month and a shootout in which Johnson was fatally wounded on the Eagle River in the Yukon. Damn. That is a bizarre story. I mean, seriously, dude, that's (laughs) crazy. Fucking dude had a roof collapse on him. He was riddled with bullet holes, and he's still shooting at the fucking <laughs> RCMP. Yeah. Man, oh, man. A month. It took a month to find him. 150 miles. He just kept going and going and going. So this dude was experienced. Like, May Lafferty didn't have any of that, any of that experience. She was just possessed by something else. I don't, who knows where she was going? It almost does sound like... It, maybe she wasn't... I don't know. Maybe there was something weird calling her. And she was in a like a trance, but it does sound like he was almost. I mean, it's possible he was just a tough fucking dude, but I guess. I mean, it's not a cartoon. You can't shoot Daffy Duck in the face. You know, I mean, you, you can only shoot him in the face so many times before his head is going to come off. His bill's not just going to keep spinning around. Right. Eventually, this dude. <laughs> You got to take them out. You know, you, you're blasting them with bullets. You're fucking, you, you're throwing dynamite on the fucking guy's roof. What the fuck? It sounds like he was possessed by something. I don't know. One way or another, whether he was possessed or not, or whatever his situation was, he was, he still had one hell of a fucking artillery on him to constantly, the whole time, shoot back. Yeah, that's why, because... <laughs> That's a lot of ammo he had to be carrying, too. Yeah. His pack Just, must have weighed <laughs> an insane amount of weight. I don't he had know. food, and he had axes and rifles, 
ammo. You ever see that meme with the the crazy Russian guy and he has like five rifles sitting on the top of his pack and he's just his eyes are all crossed. He's kind of wacky looking. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's what I that's what I think of. But then I found the picture of Albert Johnson. Wow, that's what he looked like when when they finally they actually brought out a, a bush plane, like a some kind of helicopter. No, I guess it was a bush plane. And they eventually, they flew around because they weren't sure if he was still fucking dead or if he was actually dead because he was face down in the snow with his hand on his rifle oh, shit. ready for more. They're like, man, is he and, faking? Like, <laughs> let's poke him with a uh, stick. And then they come up on him. They walked up on him. And that's what his face looked like when they saw him dead. That's his dead face. So that, <laughs> you said... It was him dead, and I thought you meant, like, he had been dead for a while and he was frozen. That's him fairly recently dead. Yeah, when he finally (laughs) succumbed to the mortal wounds. (laughs) What the fuck, dude? He looks like like a mummy that they unwrapped. Yeah. We gotta be sure to save this and (laughs) share this. That's fucking hilarious. They said he had some sort of... A snarl on his face, like he he was just he was still mad the whole time, just crazy. And uh, there's many many other stories. There's the uh, different cryptids that could be in the area. Uh, another thing they think may have drove people mad was the the wind whistling through the the valley, yeah. hit the rocks just right, and it's whistling. So it sounds like whistling. Infrasound. Yeah, there was uh, another group of people that went, and they swear they heard a lady singing. Oh, no. That's like a siren call. Mm -mm. Yeah, dude, you can't fuck with that, man. Uh, What else? There's just so much. That that was, I'm more than halfway through the book, but right now, it seems like the second half is very, I mean, I like the history, but it's it's none of the sci-fi, crazy, paranormal-ish stuff. It's straight up like, well, the valley was settled by the Naha in this period of time, and it could have been somebody else besides the Naha, and the name could have been... I'm trying to drive. Yeah, fuck that, dude. That's <laughs> that's when you crash your truck, you're like... <laughs> I, I'm determined to finish the book, because there's still four hours left, and I'm like, what else? What else you, you got in here, man? <laughs> you still have four hours left of the book? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. I got all that from the what I did listen to. The first half of the book was all that stuff, plus much, much more. There's, there's so much stuff that happened in that valley. Wow! But I think that's that's the episode. Yeah, we're an hour and a half. Pretty good. I think I'd go. You know, you want a float plane? I mean, it's it's a national reserve now. As long as you don't take anything on purpose, don't go for a souvenir of some pretty. Rock. Leave that shit You can't even take a rock? I would take a rock. I don't know. I don't know. No, no. That's a curse. Leave it there. Well, you're... I would check it out. I would walk by it and take pictures. That's all I would take. Your mom always wants a rock from wherever we go. So we gotta get her... We'd have to get her a rock. I'm just gonna find a construction site and sign Canada on it. (laughs) Tell her it's from there. You (laughs) asshole. Uh, anyway, so uh, that, I guess we'll still stick with that question. Would you, 
well, do you want to, you want to go? I guess I'd check it out, but would you hear firsthand tale from somebody if they said, the only way I'm going to tell you anything is if you take this sour toe cocktail shot? Huh? Would you do it? No? No. Like, you keep your tails to yourself, you crazy bastard. I'm not putting a toe on my tongue. Nope. <laughs> Some fucking black, uh, fucking frost bitten toe. Yeah. No. I want to hear what everybody else thinks. Podchaser.com slash bring on the weird. Apple Podcasts, search bring on the weird. Five stars, and then tell us about your... Do you want to do that? Which, which part do you want to do? You just want to go in the valley, see shit for yourself? You want to hear a first-hand tale only with a sour toe cocktail shot? Would you just do the sour toe cocktail shot for the hell of it? Mm, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, but it's all at weirdnesshq.com slash bring on the weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want some really cool merch, you can go to zazzle.com slash store slash bring on the weird. MyConspiracyTees.com slash bring on the weird or tpublic.com and search for bring on the weird. And that's it. That's it. Stay weird, world. We'll see you guys next time.